Welcome to the Manage My Wedding podcast, where we believe your wedding is the most important time in your life and you deserve to feel supported and organised when planning the wedding of your dreams. I'm your host, Yvette Sitters. Hello and welcome to episode 69 of the Manage My Wedding podcast. I know how difficult it can be to tell your wedding guests you can't bring kids to the wedding, you can't bring your plus one to the wedding, no posting photos on social media, no phones at the ceremony. When I say it like that, yes, they sound pretty harsh from the guest perspective. So today in the podcast, I want to talk about how you can actually word these things in the correct way and how to go about telling your guests politely so that they understand and they accept But before I get into it, I just want to say that the new bundles that I am releasing are only a couple of weeks off. For those of you that don't know about them yet, they are tools for those who do not have the Manage My Wedding app. So if you don't have an iOS device, but you really feel like you are missing out on all the information that I share that is in the app, then you will be able to download these printable tools that will help you with your wedding planning. Now, if you are not on the wait list to get those in your inbox when they're ready in the next couple of weeks, then please make sure that you head to managemywedding.com and you download the free ebook because that will help get you started because it is my 101 top wedding tips. And then you will instantly be notified and you will be the first to know when those bundles have landed and are ready. So how do you tell your guests that there are no kids to be invited to the wedding? Oh, this is a really tough one, especially these days. You know, there are a lot of us that are getting married that already have children. A lot of our friends are getting married later. So there's just generally a lot more kids around us. So firstly, I want to make mention that if you're really worried that your friends will not understand that there's no kids at weddings, I highly recommend that you do invitations that are addressed individually and putting the names of those invited on them. So if you are sending an invite to Paul and Teresa, for example, and they have two children, you need to put Paul and Teresa on the wedding invite and just their names. Honestly, that is super, super important because if you do a blanket, a lot of people just do plain invites these days. Everyone's the same. They don't put names on them. They just address it to you on the envelope. Then people might presume that they can bring their children. So you want to mitigate that presumption straight away. The same goes if you do a digital invite, then of course you also can't always put names on that as well and they might presume they can bring their children. So put names on the invite straight away, giving them that instant knowledge that it is only them invited to the wedding. Now you can put some wording on invitations as well if you're really, really worried because you think that there is a high number of your guests that will actually not really pay attention to the names on the invite, or you don't have the, you know, you don't have the budget to actually do individually named invites, then you can put a little note on the invite that might say, please note, this is an adults only reception, or we respectfully request no children. Or you can say, although we love your little ones, this is an adult only affair. 
or you, if you if you know that the people will take it really well, you can just say the bride is the only one to cry. So please don't bring your little guy, <laughs> you know, make it a bit fun. And another fun one is like, you'll dance all night. You're not a quitter. So we request that you hire a sitter <laughs> so you can make it a little bit more fun. Now, if you're like, well, there's only a handful of people, I really don't want to take up space on the invite to say that, then just pop that note or some of that wording on an individual little piece of paper and pop it in with the invitation. And if you like, you can even personalize it with the kids' names on it to say, unfortunately, that they're not invited. So if you are thinking, well, I want to invite some children, but it's only family, then you can say on the invitation, children of only immediate family. Because if you're worried, you know, oh, they're going to turn up and there are going to be kids there, then you've already told them, yes, there are going to be kids there, but it's only immediate family. Because when I was planning my wedding, I had no children and there weren't a lot of children in my friend circle yet. There were a couple of people that traveled with little kids and I now really feel terrible that I didn't actually tell them that they could bring their child because their children were breastfeeding. And really, if they're under 12 months and they're breastfeeding, you definitely really need to open that up to allow for them to bring that child because it is super difficult for them if they can't. So, you know, I wished I'd put on my invite or infants under 12 months only, because that would honestly, that would be enough. That would be all that you would need to say. Now, if you're listening and you're thinking, oh, this is all just feeling a bit guilty, I might just invite kids to make it easier then make sure you go back to the start of my podcast. And I'm sorry, I don't actually have the podcast number on hand. I think it's podcast episode four, maybe. Anyway, it's right back at the beginning. And it talks about kids at weddings and how to entertain kids and what you can do so that kids really aren't too much of a distraction at the wedding and so that they're entertained and having a good time as well. So go back and have a listen to that episode if you think you may be going to invite kids. But make sure that you are clear when it comes to children from the very beginning. So one rule and have that one rule for everyone, unless it is immediate family or breastfeeding children, like I said. But be clear at the beginning and stick to your guns and stick to that. If you go and say to someone, oh, okay, you can bring your kid, then, you know, other friends are going to be upset about it. So just make sure you'd have one rule only. Now let's go on and talk about the no plus ones. Oh, this is a really tricky one. And I'm not going to deny how, that it is a difficult one because we all have those plus ones that we do want to invite, but we don't, or someone that might've been seeing someone for six months, but you don't really see it working out and you don't really like the person. So it's money. That person you might not ever see again after the wedding or you know that you, you're not going to be friends later down the track when they break up. And it is a hard one because often people will come to us and ask us if they can bring their plus one. So I say again, the same rule applies as kids. Make a decision and stick to it for everyone. Make it fair. And again, only put the one name of the person invited on the invite and make it clear on the RSVP. I know that I've seen on RSVPs before who is, you know, there is one seat reserved for and then tick yes, no, can attend. So then they know there's only one person. 
Or you could put a note again in the pouch or on the invite that says, you know, due to budget, we cannot invite plus ones, but we will be sure to seat you with fun guests you know and love. You know, something a bit lighthearted or in order to keep numbers to a minimum, we are only able to accommodate guests named on this invite. So do you, if you then have the problem that someone comes back to you and says, oh, you know, but we've been together for a year and I'd really like to bring them, just explain that if you extend the plus one invite to them, that you then have to do that with everyone else and you don't have the room and you don't have the budget. So just always stick to those excuses, whether true or not, because people understand when you sow those things. If someone is coming a really long way, so they're traveling and they don't know anyone and they're on they're going to be on their own, then I sometimes say you really should try maybe consider letting them bring their plus one so that they're not feeling, you know, left out and just don't enjoy the wedding, especially when they've traveled. Now, the last one I want to talk about, which people find a little bit hard as well, and that is around the topic of phones. So we, we, it drives me nuts actually at weddings now. You know, you're watching this ceremony and it's absolutely beautiful and they're just so in love and they're saying their vows and there's a hundred telephones staring at them, you know, is um, telephones, <laughs> mobile phones, cell, whatever you call them. But is that, it's just strips away the romance and you know, those wedding guests, they're just not in the moment. So I can completely understand while guests these days are saying, I want an unplugged ceremony. Now, if you don't know what an unplugged ceremony is, I'm referring to not having phones out at the ceremony at all. So I know I went to a wedding in Hawaii and this was five, five, six years ago. And I know that everyone was told by the celebrant at the very beginning of the ceremony that there were no phones allowed. They didn't want anyone to have their phones out and you weren't had to turn them off or put them on silent. And I say that is definitely the best way to do it. You put it onto the officiant so they can deliver that news straight up to everyone right in the moment. And they can also make a mention, you know, professional photos only. We only want professional photos taken during the ceremony and you'll get to see those after. And that will really keep the guests in the moment and enjoying your ceremony as well. The other thing that I touched on as well at the beginning was just no social media. And again, as if get the officiant at the start to tell the guests that wedding guests are not to share. And this is, you know, if you've allowed them to have phones, sorry, I should reword this because I'm getting muddled, but this is, you know, if you, you're not telling people it's an unplugged ceremony and you don't mind them having phones out, but you don't want them to post on social media, because often we want to be the first one that shares that first photo and news ourselves. So here I would get the officiant to do the same thing, just to tell the guests at the very start that they're not to share any wedding photos on social media until you've shared your professional photos and you've announced your marriage yourself. And I really think people need to respect that. And if they don't, then Maybe they didn't deserve an invite because they're not your friend. <laughs> and this is becoming more and more common. So do not feel guilty. I know that some people put these things on the invites, but I'm not going to give you wording to do that because, to be honest, I think guests forget, for one, if they read that. And I think it just puts too much information on the invite. So I think this one you can really leave off the invitation, but just 
get the efficient to cover it because then it's fresh in their minds. They're putting their phones away and enjoying themselves. So there you have it. They're the three things that I think people really struggle with to tell wedding guests. And that is the no kids at the wedding, the no plus ones, and the no phones and social media. And it's, it's, it's disappointing actually that I actually have to say that these things are difficult to deliver because at the end of the day, it is your wedding. It's not theirs. It's your way or the highway basically. And if they don't like it, they don't have to come. But in reality, we are humans. We are kind. We care about other people and their, and their feelings. So if we just word it in a really nice way and explain it, then most of the time people are completely understanding. And especially those that have already been married because they have been in that exact situation before. So don't feel guilty, I say. You'll realize after the wedding that you you shouldn't have felt guilty. So enjoy planning your wedding and just doing everything that you feel is right for you. So I hope that has helped you. As I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, I'm super excited that in a couple of weeks, the first bundle will be out for those of you with a non-iOS device. So please make sure you are subscribed and you've got that ebook. Please make sure you check your spam if you can't find the ebook because, oh, we all know that emails love spam these days. And if you don't think you got it or you really want it, just DM me on Instagram at Manage My Wedding and I can instantly get that sent to you. I really, truly can't wait to be able to release this bundle because I know that there's so many people that are actually waiting for this. And until next time, enjoy being engaged and staying stress-free while planning the wedding of your dreams.